See, we're now recording on the secondary. And in three seconds, we'll be recording on here. Smart. Now we're recording on here. Very smart. It's good. <laughs> What's up, guys? We're back with Beans and Bros, episode five. We're joined this week by uh, Mr. Hobbs. Say hello. Hello. Um, Mr. Hobbs, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, where are you from? What do you? What do you? What's your occupation? My occupation: I am a history teacher at Intermountain Christian School. I teach sixth through eighth grade uh, history. I also teach eleventh and twelfth grade, and then middle school debate. It's a lot of classes. Um, it is a lot of classes, but I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Um, Christian education is a passion of mine. More about myself. Do you want more information? Uh, yes. yes. Blood type, social security number, okay. CCV on the back of your card. Social security number is two. Um, Mine's at least six. I understand. Okay. Uh, but, no, I grew up in Kentucky, um, uh, in Shelbyville, outside of Louisville. Um, always been a big University of Kentucky fan with basketball and football and stuff. Boo. Yeah, Gunner, every time he takes a test in my class on the essay, he'll write that... Um, Kentucky sucks and Duke's awesome. And he yes, gets sir. an F on every single paper because of that. Not true. <laughs> but, yeah, I grew up in Kentucky. Um, I went to school at Pensacola Christian College in Florida. Great school. We'd really recommend it to anybody. Uh, very affordable Christian education. Um, and then came out here to Salt Lake because I felt like this is where God wanted me. I had the chance to be on a missions trip my last year of high school. Um, came out here to help in a very small way as a high school student like on a missions trip for a church that was being planted hope church utah um and wanted to be a part of it uh and came back out ics was hiring and here i am i'm also married i should mention that part yep, just got married is. in july <laughs> sarah is my wife she also works here at the school on fridays and then she works for the uh, utah tourism board during the week as well very interesting very interesting mm-hmm. All right, this first question we actually came up with today while my class was going out for lunch to pizza. Um, the question was... Was the pizza good? I and mean, what kind of pizza was it? It was. It, I made my own. We oh. went to Mod Pizza. It's like a subway, but for pizza. This is not an endorsement for Mod Pizza. <laughs> but if they want to If they sponsor want to the sponsor show. me, I will take pizza as payment. Um, it was a white sauce base. You know, I'm more of an Alfredo guy than mm-hmm. red. You know, red is just a little too acidic for me. Interesting. During the day. Mm-hmm. During the night, I can take it, but it's just like too much during lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, with mozzarella and parmesan as the cheese layer, along with chicken, bacon, and spicy Italian sausage. Finished off with some salt and pepper and ranch. That sounds great. Yes, indeed. Is there a question here? I don't, I don't know. Oh, we're, yes. We're just Sorry. The pizza. <laughs> so the, the question was, we were all in Chloe's, like, 12-passenger van, mm-hmm. and if we would have died on the way there or on the way back, would you still have them take a quiz today? That is tempting to say yes. But a realistic answer would be definitely no. <laughs> we thought you would say yes. No, no. Because no. the word wouldn't travel that fast. And then afterwards you well, just Well, I will feel... say it this way. Yes, if, if, if I knew that that is what had happened, then no. I would actually imagine the school might, like, shut down for the day or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. But more likely we wouldn't know. And then I would just think a bunch of people were late, and we would have taken the quiz, and you're right. I would have felt very bad afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, would you have failed us? No. <laughs> in, incomplete or? Yeah, in, incomplete. <laughs> okay. No retakes there. <laughs> All right. So, you're a teacher at ICS, right? This is true. You've been teaching here for? Uh, this is my second year. All right. I had you your first year. Fun fact. Um, What do you wish you would have known whenever you started this job? What do I wish I would have known when I started this job? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, partly just 
that I would have known that there would have been this obnoxious uh, 10th grader that was going to say that Kentucky sucks and Duke is awesome on every essay. Good thing um, I'm in 11th grade. No, it wasn't. Last year was a 10th grade. <laughs> Duh. True. Um, but what do I wish I would have known? I don't know. Um, I mean, I really like working here. Um, maybe <laughs> one thing. I did not realize, honestly, when I took the job, I didn't fully grasp the block system um, of classes. Yes. yes. So I had been used to the, the school that I had taught at before, and then also whenever I went to school growing up, it was always like every class was 50 minutes long, and you had those same classes every day. Um, and not that it would have changed my decision of coming here, but uh, that was just something new that I wish I would have known maybe as soon as I started, um, which I, I could have. I just didn't. It didn't click with me. But All right. that's what I'd say. Um, may I give a pointer? Yes. About your teaching? Go ahead. Okay, take this with a grain of salt. Ready, always ready for critiques from students. All right. Can we watch a Disney movie in class? Because we've learned about China and Greece, so like Mulan and Hercules right there alone. Mm-hmm. We've learned about you know, the colonial times, so like Pocahontas. You won't even let us listen to Hamilton. What's up? The, the philosophy behind – first, the answer is no. We will not let, watch one of those in class. Uh, the philosophy behind it would be the fact that we only have so much time in class, and we are not doing a course on Disney movies, number one. Also, we're not, doing, cool. we're not doing a course on Alexander Hamilton. So, like, it would be cool mm-hmm. if we listened to the soundtrack and went and watched the play and stuff like that. But there's a lot more history for us to know than just Mr. Hamilton. Uh, and – I teach the stuff that might not be – it's a survey class. I teach lots of stuff, and if you find something that's interesting and you go and do it outside of class, that's a win for me. So you guys will listen to Hamilton regardless. So I wouldn't use class time necessarily to do that because you'll do it outside of class, and to me that's a win. Unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Not the win part, but the part that we won't watch anything like I understand. that. understand. Maybe like the day we take the midterm, if you stick around, then we'll watch it after we're done with the midterm I left. or something. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would you stay at school if you... Last year, how, how many terms was the... Or how many questions was the midterm last year? Oh, I have no idea. It was close to like 100, right? Probably, yeah. 100. Yeah, I finished that test in like 20 minutes, got a 97 on it, yep. went home, History slept. tests are easy, I think, whenever it comes... Like, when I was in college, we would have 150 question finals. And I would be done in 15, 20 minutes. Because mm-hmm. to me, like, I used to take a long time on tests, but you either know it or you don't. So, like, Factual. I'll go through, it's true or false, I don't know, put an answer down and move on. And once I'm done with the questions, turn it in and leave. Don't mm-hmm. stress out for an hour trying to figure out, is this one right, is it not? Well, no. This is what I know. You know it or you don't. And when I switch questions, it's always from the right one to the wrong one anyways. So yep. I, just, I just leave it alone and mm-hmm. leave it at that. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Test-taking um, tips with Mr. Hobbs. Oh, thank you, is. thank you. So if you had to recommend one book, are you a reader? I am. I f- yeah, I knew you were. I don't read as much as I should. I'm trying to get back into it. Agreed. But I recently picked up some, uh, what are these called? Bespeckles? No, that's... Bifocals? Bifocals, nope. No? Nope. What are they? What's like the technical term for glasses? One sec. I Keep... feel like bifocals would be the term. Specs? Reading glasses? You just have two magnifying glasses taped to your forehead? What is this here? It just says glasses. See? <laughs> so I recently picked up some glasses, yes. and I also picked up the book Art of War by Sun Tzu. Okay. Um, and I thought, you know, because I couldn't read before without getting headaches, so now I'm going to do it, start becoming a reader a little bit, advance awesome. my mind through knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's important. So have you started this book? I have not, because okay. I got my glasses on Monday, mm-hmm. 
and then I'm just gonna play video games. So how? <laughs> Very efficient. Mm-hmm. How blind were you before the glasses? Not super. It was just. It just hurt your head. Yeah, maybe? I had astigmatism in my eyes. Uh, so like this just resets that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's good that you got the glasses then. Not the stigmatism. Stigmatism's not good. That glasses sucks. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. not fun. I understand. All right, so if you had to recommend a book off of your bookshelf, what would you recommend? Off of this bookshelf, literally, or just, just figuratively? Your figurative bookshelf okay. out of all the books you've ever read. I would very much, just because I live in Utah, and I would imagine most of our listening audience is in Some Utah. Some of them are in Texas. I understand. You could Got have, a few in California. That's right. Um, soon to be a worldwide audience, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But for those of us especially in Utah, um, the book Unveiling Grace uh, by Lynn Wilder, I think, is the author there. Uh, but it's a book that I read before I came out here. Um, and it is a perspective on... Um, it, it's the story of an LDS family um, as how they eventually left the church and why they did. But even if you're not Christian or anything like that, it's just, it kind of gives you an understanding of the culture out here a little bit better. Because like someone being from out of state like myself... I, I didn't understand the culture of Utah for all of its great parts and all of its, you know, every place has good things and bad things. Um, but that's a great book that I would recommend to, to anybody. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. If I had to recommend a book, it would probably be the first novel of the series Captain Underpants. <laughs> I, I read that a lot when I was a kid. I <laughs> wrote a letter to the author. I think his name was Dan something. His first name he, was Dan Pikeley. Oh, there I was going to say, he affected you very much. Yes. <laughs> we can't um, remember his name. But I never actually got it delivered because my dog slobbered all over it, and I thought he wouldn't want a crusty letter. I, I understand that. Um, anyways, I actually went as like for Halloween one year. Not Halloween because, you know, growing up Southern Baptist, we didn't do that. We did Fall Fest. That's right. Yes. Truck or went, treat? Did you do all yes. that? Yeah. I went as Captain Underpants. There we go. With the bald cap and everything. Very nice. Put my sister's leotard on, put a towel inside of it so I looked super fat. Had a plunger and everything. Nice. I was committed. That's mm-hmm. good. And then my mom ripped off the bald cap and it took a patch of my hair out from the back. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, terrible. that was awful. It has since grown back, correct? No. This is a <laughs> okay. See, this is a contra- Also, oh. actually, I will say, there's one other book that we, we skimmed over that I feel like, you know, teaching in a Christian school. If you haven't read it, the Bible's a pretty good one. Uh, shout out the Bible. Yes, it's, it's a pretty great. You know, it's the best-selling book. Ever. Yes, and specifically the King James Bible is the best-selling English um, or a book written in English. I had the um, uh, I had some friends uh, in college and stuff that were King James only. Like they believe that the King James I don't is get the those only people. Inspired. Those people still wear pantaloons like, <laughs> and treat women with disrespectfully. But um, one Advance of the, your life, man. One one of the things that and I, I still love the King James. Um, I don't think it's the only inspired word of God. But um, I I had there's a date so. It's good to have memory devices when you talk about history. 1611 is the date for when the King James Bible was released. And so the way we would remember it in school was 1611, it fell straight from heaven. Because if it's the only, mm. you know, inspired word. Rhyme. Then, then we're, yes, it works yes. well there. But anyway, off topic, keep going. Your right. podcast, I'm sorry. <clears throat> this one's a little controversial for you. Okay. I know this. Okay. What's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? And we'll get to the controversial part, but I'd like to hear your answer first. Go-to order at my favorite hometown restaurant? Yes. Or just restaurant in general, really. Just restaurant in general? Mm-hmm. Like, what? my favorite place to eat is Moe's, the Southwest Grill, like a Qdoba or a Cafe Rio, like that. Um, and I get a uh, Joey bag of donuts, which is not actually a bag of donuts, but a burrito, hmm. uh, with steak and rice and black beans and lettuce and all that good stuff in there. 
I love burritos. Mexican food is my favorite. That's I all do we love eat Mexican food. My, my dad eats so much Mexican food that he works with some people that are literally from Mexico, like mm-hmm. that they immigrated from Mexico. And when they go out on cruise and they decide where they want to eat, um, my dad always wants Mexican, and that he eats it so much that they tell him they don't want to eat Mexican anymore. And, like, it's authentic stuff, but he likes it more than his friends that are actually from Mexico. So I don't like it that much, but I do like Mexican food a lot. And Tex-Mex. Isn't it odd that, like, American food to us is just food, but Mexican food to them is mm-hmm. just, like, food? Well, and also, most of the places you go, if it is Mexican food, it's not, like, it's Americanized Mexican food. Just, like, Chinese food usually is, like, Americanized Chinese food. Unless you're eating like beef tongue at your great-grandma's 102nd birthday party. No, that's probably pretty Ugh. authentic. <laughs> it's just a big platter of beef tongue. Um, I actually made some tacos al carbón okay. for my Spanish listeners out there. It means tacos on a charcoal grill. Um, I made that authentic uh, Ensenada style the other day. No, it was not the other day. It was during Labor Day weekend. Was it good? Very. Mm. Yes. And you indeed. didn't bring any today? I did not because that was like two months ago, and I think it would be bad by now. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So no beans and no tacos. That's what you're telling me today? <sighs> don't tell them we don't have beans. <laughs> we have beans. I have a coffee mug that may or may not have coffee in it. And I have a cup of beans. Pintos. He's a lying, but that's okay. Okay. Um, the controversial part of this subject is that... KFC is originally from Salt Lake City, Utah. Live and Mr. City. Hobbs is in denial. <laughs> you want to care to explain to that, Mr. Hobbs? Yes. So I am from Kentucky and a proud Kentuckian. And I know that Colonel Sanders uh, hails from the great state of Kentucky. Um, he started his chicken recipe and his chicken restaurant in Kentucky. I believe in Corbin, Kentucky. I've been to the original restaurant. I've been to his wife's restaurant in Simpsonville, Kentucky. And last year when I started teaching here, I had these kids that just, I felt sorry for them. Like, they really believe that KFC started here in Salt Lake City. What were the name of those two restaurants that you... That uh, him and his wife started? Uh, his wife's restaurant is Claudia Sanders. And then okay. uh, I would imagine, I don't know what the name of his restaurant was, but that's where the whole thing But it doesn't started. sound like it's called KFC. See, but the thing that is true, and I even called into a radio show the other day to tell at Kentucky Sports Radio, we called into Matt Jones and explained this to him. This is and not a shout-out for Matt Jones. It should be. He actually just got kicked off his show. Interesting story, but we, we don't need to know. Anyways, um, so... What is true is that the first franchise of uh, KFC is here in Salt Lake City. But that would be like saying, and this is what what Matt Jones said on his uh, radio show the other day, that would be like saying that The Godfather 2 was the first Godfather because it was the first sequel. No, you have the original, and then you franchise it to new places. Um, So, so yeah, I, I, I feel like I've done my duty... By teaching here, yes, you like the word duty. There you go. I have I have done uh, what I ought to do by teaching here in Utah, just by educating these poor Utah students and knowing that Kentucky Fried Chicken began in Kentucky. And I'll be honest, I don't even like KFC that much, but it's all right. It's I mean, it's fast food, mm-hmm. but um, Chick Fil A is superior. It is Chick Fil A is pretty great. Jesus Chicken, as I call it, it's it's sanctified. Now, would you say that? Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace is the first Star Wars film. Now, I will say that, uh, believe it or not, I'm not greatly versed in Star Wars, so and I don't uh, I don't know what to tell you there. So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm guessing the answer is no, and you were going to make. A All right, guys, thanks for coming <laughs> to the podcast this week. Uh, Mr. Hobbs will never be back on because he has not 
Have you seen Star Wars? I have seen bits and pieces. I've seen the new ones. You're not helping seen, yourself. I'm sorry. You're not helping yourself. I will, you friend. know what? This weekend, I will go and have a marathon and just watch the Star I Wars I own movies. all nine of them. Okay. We'll do another podcast that is just, just a Star review Wars. of the Star Wars. <laughs> That'd be great. What does Mr. Hobbs know about Star Wars? I'd love that. After I watch it, though, because right now it would be nothing. They're great films. boring podcast. They're really great. So I think my favorite restaurant in my hometown... Mm-hmm. Hmm... I should have probably thought about this while you were explaining. I was going to say, do you just ask me questions because you really want to answer them yourself? Is that what this whole podcast is? No, I mean, I feel like we both have to give an answer, though, if I haven't answered this question this in the past. Hmm. Huh. Um, there's this place called Joe's. It's like a family diner. And I used to go there and get chicken fried steak for breakfast. That's like nice. the best thing. It makes you feel like a king. Because nice. they bring out this giant thing of chicken fried steak, and you're sitting there with your fork and knife with a napkin in your chest, and you're like... I own this place. My question for you, Gunner, <laughs> is who is Joe? Joe Mama. <laughs> do you I know? I softball dad to you. I thought it'd be fun for you. Um, do you know Obama's last name? Uh, his, his, his Barack Hussein Obama is the name. Why would we call him by his last president. name, though? It's disrespectful. I, I don't know. Like, we didn't call you Hitler guys, by his last name. You guys call me. <laughs> Okay. Well, you guys call me by my last name. But we don't just call him Obama. We don't call you Hobbs. We call you Mr. Hobbs. Yes, most. I guess it would be more professional to say President Obama or Mr. Obama. Would be. More I've respectful. seen that his last name is Biden. You've seen those stickers that say Obama Biden. <laughs> so you're telling me that Trump's last name is Pence? I guess I would assume so. You know, it makes so much more sense. I now. know people need to get woke in America. You know what I'm saying? Bush Cheney. I mean, it just goes on and on. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the birds work for the bourgeoisie? I did not. What about the squirrels? In 1987, all the birds died due to Reagan killing them. He replaced the birds with spies, and the spies work for the bourgeoisie. Really? Why don't you teach my history class? I should. You should let me do that. Just you like for the write last a book, so <laughs> I can teach out of the book. You should just. Let me teach the last 10 minutes of class one day. Mm-hmm. Say hello, Myra. Uh, hello. Yes, Myra been, was taking a quiz. We've been multitasking because I am a teacher and there are students that need to do things. Mm-hmm. What would you say something, like, what would you, what, what have you failed at in life? What have I failed at in life? Yes. Um, there are a myriad of things. If my dad were answering this question, he would say he was wrong once in 1973. Is that the year you were you born? Or? No. No. Nope. <laughs> That's good, though. Um... I don't know. What have I failed at? Um, I mean, there'd be plenty of things. I was not... I mean, I loved playing basketball when I grew up, but I was not a good yeah, me basketball player. I have um, asthma. Yeah. It's just a whole thing. I'm sorry. My older brother has asthma, um, and he was able to um, uh, to play... He was really good in high school. Uh, I want to give you a better answer than that, though, because that's a lame answer. So what? what is something... You don't have, have to go super deep on this podcast. I know. We just... Like we scrape the top of the, the bean can. Just the we top don't get of to the, the bottom. Can. We get to, like, medium sometimes. Okay. Well, like, if you had a 110-ounce can of beans, you would get to, like, what, 55? Is that half? I think so. You get, like, 55 ounces of Pintos in, and you're done. There we go. Okay, so my 55 ounces of, of Pinto bean answer uh, for this one is that I have, I don't know, failed at sports before. I played in, a, in a, a soccer team in high school that we were such a small school for us to have enough people to play on a varsity soccer team. It was, we had middle schoolers playing on the team, not because they were good, just because we needed people, and we were co-ed. And the other teams that we played were not. Like, there were some teams that had enough junior-senior guys to field two entire teams, two squads. Yep. Uh, and we won two games that year. One hey. game was against, and 
girls are awesome at soccer. This team we just happened to beat. We beat an all-girls team. Okay. And the second one was we beat a team that didn't have any shin guards. So yep. you swing once really hard, uh-huh. and then they're a little bit tentative for the rest of the game. So yeah. This last season we had 11, sometimes 10 during games. It was awful. That's hard. It's really not fun for an asthmatic. I'd run with my inhaler in hand. <laughs> just take some shots and keep going. That's terrible. Yep. <laughs> I think something I failed at is uh, English. Second quarter last year. Okay. That was a struggle. Okay. Oh, man. If I could go back and do that, probably wouldn't redo it because it was hard and I didn't like it. But you got through, right? You've, you've moved on and now you're... Yeah, my semester grade ended up being like a B, so it's fine. Well, I mean, that's good. Uh-huh. I just really did not feel like doing anything. Okay. Understandable. Yeah. Like the current events, got to go home and do that. Yeah. They're easy, though. So I know. You just, just read it, you summarize it, give your opinion. And this one's about the old TikTok. Yes. You whimper snappers are always on. Are you on TikTok? No. Really? Really. Are you on social media at all? Yeah. You want to plug your social media at all? Or your uh, podcast or anything? Yes, I have a podcast. It's the Hobbs Half Hour. Ah! <laughs> the Hobbs Half Hour. Ah! Whatever, Gunner. I understand. Yeah, this is not free endorsement, my friend. <laughs> Fine, I was going to use my social media, my podcast, to boost your podcast, but whatever. I don't I don't need your pity. <laughs> Not pity, it's podcasters helping podcasters. True. Uh, we learned this term in ecology today called mutualism, okay. where two forms benefit off of each other. So we could have that. We could have mutualism. We could. You know, I was asked to substitute for ecology sometime coming up soon. Do it. And I declined. It's awful. There's like 40 of us in there. It's so loud. Oh, my. Uh-huh. Today but we I, identified animals, though. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Like tiger and bear or like... No, like we went on this... Classification like, system. Uh, it was... What's this place called? Uh, it's some national forest in Africa. But we like identified which animals are which because like they're kind of trying to figure out the population of that park. Mm-hmm. And I saw multiple baboon butts today. <laughs> Were you able to identify the baboon butts? I was, because they're, like, colorful, Okay. you know? Um, but, like, every time something moves, it'll take a picture. They have these, like, cameras just stationed everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I had this picture of an elephant just, like, right here. It was pretty cool. So my question is, are baboon butts like human fingerprints, that each one is unique, or are they mostly similar? If you've seen a lot, you would be the expert. I have, I have seen myself. a multitude of baboon butts. Yeah. Let me look some up. <laughs> Mom, or Dad, if you're looking at my search history, it's for research purposes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, I think I think that you. By the way, I just want you to know that this is great radio and podcasting to have a picture that you're looking at and responding. Okay, guys, I'll explain it to you. <laughs> so it's like, oh, gross. Oh my, ew, gross. Uh, I don't want to look anymore. That was a really good explanation. Uh huh. So it's like that. a it's like a peach in a way. Like if you're looking at a peach directly. Oh my gosh. Just, uh, uh, just add a tail. And a hole, and that's what you're looking at with a baboon butt. So think of the most disgusting thing you've ever imagined. Multiply it by... Six. Okay, and that's what a baboon butt is. Correct. I don't want to talk about baboon butts Good, anymore. Good, let's move on. Pick something All right, else. if you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? What would I ask me? Like, if you were in my okay, position right I now, I was, if I was we for... Freaky Friday this, mm-hmm. what would you do? Um... Uh, I guess maybe ask me, like, why did I choose 
to do the things that I've done. Like, why have I become a teacher? Why do I live in Salt Lake whenever I'm not from anywhere remotely to here and really don't have any connections here? Me something either. like that. Those would have been great. They would have been great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you were me for a day, mm-hmm. what would you do first? I would go to class. I go to class. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, what would I do first? Yes. Like, if you had my schedule, what would you do? I mean, I feel like this is a trick question. Are we seeing if I am a stalker and, like, really know your schedule? Or no, are we just, I'm assuming you I, don't. Well, like, I, I have the normal classes, like, Ensemble, Strength and Agility, Student okay. Council, Yearbook. Yeah, I mean, I would just... I don't know if this is exactly what you're going for, but I, to be in high school, so thinking of you now, really kind of a question of, like, what would I have done differently in high school or something? Mm-hmm. Um... I would do I mean, homework on time. Yes, that would be important. Yeah, that would be important. Yes. Gunner, you should really do that. But something, honestly, that you do that I think is great that I wish I would have done more of when I was in high school is I think you're really good at, like, the whole, um, you know, social aspect of high school, being friendly to people and, you know, Thank things you. like that. And Thank not you. that I was a jerk in high school. I was very <laughs> quiet and shy, which is amazing to people. Yeah, because now you just get up and talk. I talk for forever. And like I started four my four hours. <laughs> I started my own podcast because I like the way that I talk. Not really. Um, but, yeah, that, that's what I did. You take a story yeah. storytelling college. Or, nope. Ooh. Storytelling class in college. Yep. There it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was that? It was great. That sounds fun. Yeah, most of it, it was actually designed for elementary education majors mm-hmm. because, like, telling Bible stories and history stories, that's what they needed to do. Um, so I thought I had a couple of extra credit hours that I could use, and I thought it would be very helpful for history because that's all history is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not to this point yet, but if I can get to become a good storyteller, that will just make history a lot more interesting because everybody likes stories whether you think you do or not we like movies we like books we like plays they're all stories history is a story so if you can explain it like that it's great the one thing though with a storytelling class interjection uh history is actually the account of what time or man has done with the time that god has allotted him this is correct thank you for that definition that mm-hmm. was given that that definition may be copyrighted i don't know from pensacola christian college but it was a great one so i stole it and that's what teachers do is our, our chapter one test yes um but the one thing that's interesting about storytelling or any type of a speech class is the fact that, first of all, and this will surprise no one that knows me, one of the sins that I struggle with is pride, definitely. Um, so the thing that comes to um, uh, when you take a test, and I've always prided myself on the fact that I did well in school and I like to think I do good at the things that I try to do. Um, if you take a test in school and you bomb it, nobody has to know. Like, you and the teacher knows, nobody else. If you have a speech and you're telling a story and you bomb it, everybody knows. That's true. I had one. My favorite story is Leo Tolstoy's How Much Land Does a Man Need? Oh, you and, told me that one. Yeah, and so I completely bombed telling that story. And I was so frustrated because I loved that story, and I did an awful job with telling it. Um, but it was, was that fun. this year? That you, Or is that you just like in general you've told that story before and it's like – you're not a fan of how you tell it in, in general yeah the way, well when i did it so for the storytelling class it wasn't just telling stories like we would have to take on characters so we would be graded on using the dramatic v is what it's known as so it's like a one-man play and you would shift your body slightly in one direction and look on the v in a certain spot you would take on gunner thinks this is very i funny. would love to see you just do like <laughs> in a one-man show or improv one-man shows are awesome can they you please had... do one for like a history lesson once i should eventually i would like like i have to develop my curriculum a lot more so i just have the basics down really well 
But I loved at the school I went to, they would there was a history professor that would once a semester, he would have an optional uh uh, uh, monologue time where he would dress up as a historical figure and give it, like a speech so as great. if he were that historical figure, and I loved it. So I need to get I need to get costumes for it, and then I need to find. Please do. You know, That'll to, be but, great. Like if I came in one day and like the story was about Lincoln, and I was dressed up as Lincoln, you have the beard. Like it would be great. I would just I would love it. It'd be awesome. But that'd anyways, be cool. Storytelling is cool. I took that one in the debate were two of my for funsies classes. Ooh. No, because my sister always brags that they're two-time state champs at ICS, and sports has won nothing, because we suck. Sorry. We're bad. I, I don't agree. I think you guys do well. No. With lots of sports. Middle school cross-country, we're state champs. That's cool. True. Shout out to the eighth grade girls. There we go. But high school, it just kind of goes downhill. You'll get there. I mean, it's difficult. Like, when I played sports in high school, we were in a Christian school league with a bunch of other schools kind of of our same size. And I guess I don't know how big the 1A schools are. And stuff we like play, that. like, 2 and 3A schools. 2 and 3A schools, yeah. So, like, if we had played, when I was in high school, if we had played against larger schools, like, if you have, my high school might have had 40, 50 people in it. Mm-hmm. And then if you play a school that's got, you know, 500 in their high school, there's a definite talent gap yep. there. But it's about the experience, team building. It's important. Um, this next question comes from Mr. Johnson and Ms. Shoemaker. Okay, I'm ready for it. Why the brick joke? <laughs> you want to share your brick joke? I don't. I don't know if the podcast is the right platform. There's no right platform for this. It's joke. the best joke in the world. This joke is awful. I'll sum it up. So Mr. Hobbs tells don't this joke. Ruin, this is spoiler alert. Uh, alert though. So make he tells sure. this joke where Donald Trump's walking with a brick. I mean, I can tell it if you want me. Go to. for it. Okay, Go for so it. So here, here's the joke, and it, the Donald Trump part isn't really a part of it. I just because it's topical. Donald Trump wants to build a wall, right? So you've got this guy that he hires, the best brick wall builder in the entire world. So gets this guy. He's making the wall, going all the way. Uh, let's say Donald Trump was building a wall against Canada. Let's do that instead. Or Colorado. Like or Colorado. Okay, not super political. No, that's what he wants. Yeah, I know. Yes. He said that the other day. Mm-hmm. It, it's, Anyways. Okay. So they we're building a wall here, right? So this guy goes and he's building a wall, and he gets down to where it's the last brick he needs and he reaches back and there's no more bricks. So he has to go to the brick getting place and get a new brick. Goes there, looks at the bricks, looks at one, it smells funny, so he puts it back. Looks at another, and he tastes it, and it's too salty, so he puts it back. Then he finds the perfect brick. Well, on the way back to building the brick wall, he does what people do, and he's just tossing the brick up and catching it in his hand. He tosses it up and catches it in his hand. And then he thinks, I wonder how far I could throw this up in the air. So he rears back as far as he can, chucks it up into the air, and it never comes back down. And that's the brick joke. It's what we call an anti-joke, Gunter. Gunner, it's very, it's very, uh, I like it. It's very good. We're also just going to ignore the fact that you just called me Gunter. I, I, I misspoke. I'm sorry. That was odd. Gunner. Uh, if you guys heard that joke, please don't unfollow me for that. Like, that wasn't my fault. Now, the thing that makes the joke funny, okay, is the fact that... <sighs> Probably literally three months later, after I told his class the first joke, 
um, is I told a second joke, completely unrelated, at the beginning of class. And it's where this, I'll do the short version of it, but this big fat guy gets on a plane and sits next to this lady, and this lady has a little dog. And so he's making the dog sick by puffing on a cigarette and stuff like that. So he says, hey, you put the dog out on the wing of the plane, then I won't puff on my cigarette anymore. So they pop open the uh, mirror or the, uh, the window on the plane, put it out there. You see the dog is just like flapping in the wind and stuff, making noise. And all of a sudden you don't hear the dog anymore. And they look out the window, and what did they see in the dog's mouth? It was the brick. But it, it makes more sense whenever you give like four months between the telling of the two jokes. <laughs> and then the reaction that you get is half of the students, well, probably like one out of ten of the students, think it's hilarious. And then nine of the, the, the other students there say that um, it is not funny at all. I happen to think it's the best joke known to man. So, or woman, either one. No. <laughs> No. Hey, one of the requirements of being a teacher is to tell bad jokes. So, I have a good why joke. I got hired. You have a good joke? Mm -hmm. I'm ready for it. <clears throat> Don't get mad at me. Is it a good joke? Yes, it's not like, okay, well, it's kind of like, it's not necessarily, I wouldn't call it an inappropriate joke. Would I call it an inappropriate joke? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. What's the difference between snowmen and snow women? What, Gunner? I don't know if I can follow through with this. <laughs> if it's bad, don't finish. <laughs> Listen. Snowballs. That's one I would edit from this one. But, you know, whatever. It's your <laughs> podcast. Have at it. You know, I, I should have not just gone no, with it. No, you should not have. But it, it, it was a solid joke. Okay. I've gotten some good chuckles from that one. My mom laughed at it. Okay. My sister actually told me that one. Okay. What did the two plate? Did, what did one plate say to the other plate? Is this in the same type no, of No, this joke? is actually like a clean joke. I do not know. It's actually a pretty dirty joke. Dinner's on me. <laughs> okay. Get it? It's dirty because like the yes, food's yes, on them. Yes, I understand. <sighs> That's a good one. Okay. You're going to go home and tell your wife that See, one. I know you are. you could if you wanted to. You can now be a teacher. Oh, yeah. Because of the quality of your joke. Do you want to hear a corny farm joke? Yes. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. Well, I have to go get some Korean barbecue. Okay. All you can eat. I'm going to try some beef tongue tonight. It'd be good. I like beef tongue. Beef tongue's good. Have you had beef tongue? Yeah. And tacos? Yeah. There was a taco truck that was not far from the school I went to that my brother would, uh, we, he and I went to a couple of times, and they had beef tongue tacos there. Mm -hmm. So it was a great time. All right. It's good stuff. Well, anything else you would like to say? Anything you would like to plug? I had a question. That oh, okay. I, are we out answer of time? It. No, answer or, okay. it. Like, just so, ask it. I'll so answer. I was told to bring a question. Mm -hmm. So my question for Gunner is um, you like to bring up um, conspiracy theories sometimes yes. in class. I would like to know which, if any, do you actually believe? And if you don't actually believe a conspiracy theory, which one would you be most likely to believe? That is a solid question. I think, I don't think, actually, that we landed on the moon in 1969. So you think? We had everything Armstrong to gain and everything to lose. Okay. I what, think, what is your what is your backing for that? Why do you think we didn't do that? Well, if you look at the the footage, first mm -hmm. of all, I get it was 1969, but mm -hmm. looks like it was filmed on a potato. Mm -hmm. The flag is not moving. Or no, the flag is moving. That's the problem. <laughs> yep. You sure you have your facts right here? Yes, I do. Okay, okay, Back okay. Off. okay. I'm gonna watch so it. The this. flag is moving, right? There's no air in space. It's a vacuum. Okay. Also, I think Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong were both like paid off or brainwashed to do this whole thing and that we actually sent a rocket up there but there was no one 
in there. So, like, everybody in this, like, control center thought it happened. So they send the rocket. Yep. But then it's actually filmed. In a studio. In a studio. Yes. Because we had everything to gain. Russia was going to do it before us. We couldn't have that. I understand. Okay. There it is. Um, You asked me if I wanted to plug anything. Is that okay if I plug my podcast? I guess. Okay. So if you would like to, I have two podcasts that I do myself. Flex. The first one is The Hobbs Happenings, which is just a story of me and my family uh, and kind of an oral history of the Hobbs family. So if you'd like to know more about all of that, it's The Hobbs Happenings. It's on uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and uh, the Apple Podcast app. It's also, uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram as well. The second one we just started uh, is The Big Blue Brothers Podcast. Podcast, which is me and my brothers, David and Steven. Uh, we, every week on Thursdays, we release a new podcast talking about Kentucky sports. Right now, we're just doing Kentucky basketball. But if you're a Kentucky fan, a sports fan, or if you just want to listen to something, look up the Big Blue Brothers podcast, also available on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. It is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts now. It'll soon be on iHeartRadio. Thanks for the plug. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, Gunner, edit this out. all right i'm gonna do my outro now anything else you would like to just say no i just really i think it's awesome that you're doing a podcast i love podcasts i love the radio so that's a blast uh and thank you for having me on as a guest anytime anytime let's let's hit this outro gotta do the clap like i do and get in here you know what i'm saying remember respect women love your mothers and keep god first see you next week that's that's the outro (laughs) 